Hi, I'm Arne van Oostrom, and you are listening to Gut Talks Double G U Double T. Hi, everyone. I'm Maria, and welcome to season three of Gut Talks Double G U Double T, a podcast about business, design, and gut feelings. I started Gut Talks a couple of years ago to educate spread some karma on the board, connect, reconnect, or learn from awesome entrepreneurs, industry leaders, and investors. By the way, there are no sponsors on the show, but a like, a share, comment, and hitting the subscribe button would mean a lot. Now let's get started. This is the next episode of our segment with Arne von Oosterhoff where we talk about how he designed his own career path in design thinking and beyond. Here we go. Let's go back to you as a kid, maybe, where you're always an explorer who would like jump into things, try to experience different things, uh, yeah. try things with me. What kind of kid were you that maybe uh, led you to the way well, you think and where you are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, big thing. So, I mean, as part of, I wanted to say, part of growing old, I'm getting old. <laughs> Oh God, I'm getting old. Anyway, part of growing old is that you start reflecting on things. I, in a way, it happens actually when you're 35, which is also a long time ago. Somewhere around your 30-something, that you go like, who am I? <laughs> you know. So looking back as a kid, uh, so first, the big thing for me was that, well, two things really. I come from a creative family, specifically my mother's side of the family are a lot of artists. My grandfather was quite a famous artist, painter, and my mother paints, still does. My father's side, it's a little bit more the scientific side, so my father was more a scientist, but he was a very good amateur photographer, and he taught me also photography and developing your own photos and film, etc. And I was destined to be an artist. That's basically what, you know, it was kind of, well, yeah, of course, because I was always drawing, I was really good at drawing and I was supposed to, you know, and I, in my mind as also what was going to be something creative. I played music in a band, still do, when I was like 11 or 12 or something, a bunch of kids with like a little keyboard and another friend had a guitar, but we never stopped. We kept going. So I still play music. Uh, that was a big part of my life. It still is. I've done theater, stand-up comedy that taught me so much. So that's one thing. The other thing, and all these things were are kind of like you know things like i don't know i'm not an expert i don't know how to i never had any lessons i never had any music lessons i never had any theater lessons i never i just kind of like let's try this you know and it can be quite you know and some of these things have been very successful however the other thing is that i have dyslexia so i my brain is wired differently dyslexia is something that does something it's not just about having a hard time reading and writing and spelling and stuff like that, which uh, actually I'm not that bad at really, I learned, but it's, you're wired very differently. But it also meant that I hated school because school didn't, well, I should give them the, um, uh, well, the, po the point is that I never told school. So I had a test. My parents tested me like, there's something wrong with this kid. Let's go test him. He's like, oh yeah, he's crazy. <laughs> you know, he's wired really weird. So he has dyslexia, but I said, don't tell school. I don't want school to know. Why? Because because I was, a, I don't know, I, I didn't want the extra tension. In hindsight, it's stupid. And so my daughter has a dyslexia and we make sure school knows because she gets more time, she gets more understanding, et cetera, et cetera. There's all kinds of bunch of benefits if school knows, but school didn't know. So they were, either they thought I was lazy or stupid or, you know, there's something weird with me and they didn't understand me. And so I hated school. So I'd never finished any school. 
So I'm a total school dropout, but I love learning. I love exploring. I love learning new things. I, I, I'm totally curious. And so those are the things that have shaped me and actually not finishing school. I mean, I did start a lot of school. So I, I did went to the University of Communication Studies or something, but after two years, I stopped and I, I did some photography and then I stopped. I did some global marketing even, which was terrible, terrible, boring. After one year, I was like, nah, this is terrible. So I, I'm really curious. I love learning, but I don't fit into the system. And and not fitting into the system has always been, that was me. And as a human being, as a student, as an employee, <laughs> I don't fit into systems, which turned out to be, you know, my superpower. Who knew? Hey, now it's like, oh, we need outsiders. We need people who are wired differently, think differently. But that kind of started when I was a kid. And I mean, everything that happens as a kid shapes you, but especially being on stage as a musician in theater taught me to things like, you know, being in front of people. I'm actually, I'm, I think I'm autistic, but <laughs> I'm, I'm so not an extrovert. I'm such an introvert, really, which is really weird because, you know, you can put me on stage and I go like, yeah, my wife's always like, how is that possible? You go and talk to all these people. You're always on stage and you're like, blah, 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 blah. And then someone's at the door and you don't want to open the door. <laughs> you're like, yeah. no. That's very interesting, actually. And as a kid, if, if you said you didn't want the school to know and you knew you were kind of different, whatever. Yeah. And actually, totally. that helped you with your confidence yeah. after. I mean, I don't know during. You, no, totally. You... Well, knowing that I don't know and knowing that I will find a way to figure things out. I'm as insecure as any, any other person. My inner editor is always like, you, you don't know anything, do you? You know, <laughs> you, <laughs> what? And I think we'll talk about this for, for maybe later about me leaving Design Thinkers, for instance. That was one yeah. of the moments, you know, where I go like, I can't do anything. Now I'm like a freelancer. What can I do? I can't do nothing. I can't make anything. I'm one of those people that, you know, you think you're like, uh, you know, there's this idea of that if I would be zapped to whatever 1600s or something or the 1400s, like a wizard, like because I know all this technology, I know I would be like, I don't know how to start a fire. I don't know anything. I'd be like stupid. They were like, this person doesn't know anything except that he talks really weird about WhatsApp and Instagram and photography something i don't know these words this guy is crazy but he can't do anything he can't feed himself can't plan anything doesn't know if things work can't fix anything i don't know anything so what am i just talk you say you can't do anything and you you don't know how to do anything let's assume this nothing. is what you do right nothing absolutely nothing zero I right i talk <laughs> exactly okay it starts with the gut it ends with the gut it's in your gut gut talks thanks for listening Subscribe, share, or like to get notified about the upcoming episodes of this segment and upcoming segments.